10,000 years ago, <laughs> we go way, way back like babies and lumberjacks. You love it. <laughs> For real, it's, it's such an old friendship, but a great one. This is my sister from another mister, Natasha Coombs. Hey, hey, y'all. Hey. <laughs> That's my new greeting. Hey, y'all. Hey. Oh, I like that. Hey, y'all. Hey. That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. You should use that. That's good. There's a podcast I listen to. It's called Hey Girl, Hey. Or it's called Hey Girl. And they're like, hey, girl. Yeah. So it's, it's cute. Oh, I like that. Okay. Like, it's been a minute since we spoke, like a year. I mean, not in real life. Oh, I'm about I mean, to say, I'm looking at you like, <laughs> like wait, what? Five <laughs> no, I mean, in terms of like the podcast. Right, right, right. It's been a minute since we've all heard from you and what's been up and i know about the exciting things in your life but you know the world doesn't right but we're here to lay it down yes yes and spill yes (laughs) (laughs) that's another new phrase i like that one i like that one these phrases are popping (laughs) okay so work tell us about work like we spoke about work many times Mm -hmm. it was like I'm ready to go, and you're like two minutes in. Right, right, right. So like, <laughs> I'm like, didn't you just clock in, girl? Yeah, but I'm ready. So. Yo, I'll be ready before I get there. <laughs> like, it's today is what Saturday night, and I'm ready for Monday to right. go home. Like, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> like, you're it don't make no there. sense. You're no. So tell us like how that experience is. You've been at Edna for eight years now, yeah, right? just about, yeah. So explain that. Well, I must start off by saying because I don't want to come off as being ungrateful or not, you know, because obviously Edna pays the bills. Come on now, and um, you, I'm Edna. grateful for the job. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because without it, you know, I have two kids, so I have to stay afloat, mm-hmm. but. Um, I think that when something is not your passion or you don't love it, it just doesn't makes you feel good inside when you go. Um, that's a struggle. So with Aetna, although I'm grateful and I'm thankful, I'm just not there. Right. Like I'm just not. And um emotionally with everything I'm just not <laughs> but I you know like I said I need it mm-hmm. I need Aetna so I mean it, my life doesn't stop at Aetna you know if mm-hmm. anything happens I know that I can get something else mm-hmm. but you know this is what it is but girl it's just a daily struggle like it's a struggle because it's not where I want to be mm-hmm. at all and I think now that I've tapped into things that I love doing Mm -hmm. it's even harder like before it was like all right I don't want to do this I don't want to be there but you know just go you do your thing you enjoy Mm -hmm. your co-workers you make something at the job like Mm -hmm. okay I don't want to be there but my co-workers is dope so we have good chemistry we have good time but now it's to the point that I just don't want to be there. Like, wow. And when you start to tap into things that you love, it makes it even harder because you yes. know that your passion is somewhere else. Yes. Um, I'm at work and I'm thinking of other things that I could be doing with, right. you, know, the, you know, with my time. And mm-hmm. I just think about things like, dang, if I had the bread to just you know, not work for six months, like for a corporation and just focus on me. Like I would Mm -hmm. definitely do it, but I can't, but I'm telling you when you, when you realize that you have a greater purpose Mm -hmm. and you start like tapping into that greater purpose and then you, you looking around at 
you know what you're doing just to get that money mm-hmm. you looking around mm-hmm. like yo i can't like i just literally be at work like yo everybody know my phrases like i can't yo don't mm-hmm. pe- yo i put them patients on mute and i just like yo i can't <laughs> like it's it's crazy i've i've felt this way before but not so intense right so again i appreciate and i need and i'm grateful for etna right. but as far as it being something that I love, it definitely isn't. And wow. it's starting to show. Yeah. Like, management, supervisors, they're starting to see, like, yo, your heart. You're not in this. Right. But, like, what am I going to do? Like, I can't just up and leave yeah. because I still have bills that right. I'm already struggling with with Aetna. So, yeah. like, I'm not in a place to, be to say, mm-hmm. boom, I'm going to just leave Etna Mm -hmm. and depart and do my own thing. So as you know, right now I'm just there, just passing the time and hoping that everything that I'm putting out in the universe that I'm praying for, it just slowly come to pass where I'm making money Mm -hmm. based off of the projects and things that I'm, that I'm doing. Right. Long story short, long story long. No, I can vouch for that. I mean, I, I'm fortunate to have a job where I actually enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But as human beings, we all get tired and we right. all feel like there's days we don't want to be there. But when I actually go and I actually do the work, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is fun. This is right. great because it's something you love doing. So I I can't. I can um, I can relate in terms of when I used to do like retail when mm-hmm. I was younger and that, those type of jobs and I didn't want to be there but now it's so far and few between right. I'm just it's a different experience but I can imagine even where I'm at now where it's kind of becoming a little bit mundane I have to switch up mm-hmm. in my field what I'm right, doing right, right. still doing what I'm doing but in a different way mm-hmm. But I can imagine, like, fully being over it. Girl, over it. <laughs> over it. And working a regular job made me think that I was lazy and, like, mm. I didn't have the ability to give, mm. like, a hundred. Like, I think the last time we had an episode, I talked about um, coming to your show mm-hmm. and how you worked like a slave. Yes. Preparing and getting everything together. and. I've never known what that felt like Mm -hmm. because I've never had anything to kind of like pour myself into. And Aetna definitely isn't it. Not Mm -hmm. just Aetna, like any other call center jobs that I worked for just wasn't it. But when I started doing things that I love, I realized that I'm not Mm -hmm. lazy. It's just that. I was not going to give or couldn't, you know, I don't know. It just people at my job, yo, they work like slaves. Mm -hmm. They come in, they do the OT, and I'm sure they're doing it for themselves because a lot of them is in the same place, right? you know, where it's not like their career is not something that they want to do for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they need that bread Mm -hmm. and they be killing the clock. But it's just like I've never had that where even needing the bread where I feel like I'm going to get up and use my extra hours and go to Aetna and be there. I just can't do it. But now that I've started tapping into things that... I love things that make me happy, things mm-hmm. that make me feel alive. It's like I know what it is now to just like bleed it and give yeah. everything. And it's like it ain't no sleep till it's done. Right. Like I never mm-hmm. understood that feeling. And I remember, I don't remember something that happened we, between us or something that was said. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, girl, well, when you do something you love, like, you know, and I'm just like, well, I just ain't feel it yet. <laughs> I don't know about that life yet like but now I do and I understand that there's no limits to what you will do Mm -hmm. when it's something that you love right especially if it's yours mm -hmm. because like when you experience me doing stuff with my company 
it was mine. Right. So there's like an ownership to it. It's your baby. You're you're not going to sleep till things are right, correct and right. right. Um, I experienced that again. Our concert this year, you weren't able to go, but mm-hmm. you saw it this week. Yeah, um, it was the, an awesome yeah. show. Shout out to all the girls yeah, that was yeah. a part of the team because y'all <laughs> did that. Yeah, they slid. I was so Yeah, proud that was a good show. Yeah. It was good. So even with that, this time around, I think the other time around, I think I got maybe like one hour of sleep. Mm-hmm. This time around, I think it was about 20 minutes you love of it. sleep. Because I was doing gifts for them. That's mm-hmm. something I, I like to do. And I, it's a tradition of mine the right. night before I, you know, do these DIY tailored gifts. And this particular thing was a collage. So each individual had to be in certain photos in, in right. the cutout. And it was just very um, time consuming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was a 20 minute situation. I don't even, did I end up going to bed? Yeah, I laid down for 20 minutes and it was time to go. Wow. And I, don't even, I didn't even have my um, spa run that, that we ended yeah, up having. Yeah, right. I wish I had that opportunity to go to the spa, but I didn't. But needless to say, um, you know, it, it was one of those situations again where because it was mine I wasn't going to just sleep so right. and uh, you know as we get into more talking about what you've been doing you know you can divulge your experiences with that so what are your passion projects um well some of the things that I'm doing now is um well what I've done um, my first annual book bag drive. Um, I have my brand is called Miss Black Wall Street, mm-hmm. and under Miss Black Wall Street, I'm trying to tap into different projects um, to help the culture, help um, you know black owned business, small owned business, minorities, you know, just to put what what they're doing out there so we can be more aware of what different companies offer Mm -hmm. but under the brand i like to i've been trying to do uh different like community things or things for the um yeah for our community so i did my first annual book bag drive um it was august 4th of 2018 um i was able to raise enough supplies to help 74 kids so we had 74 book bags filled with supplies um i had the big event um at a park and people came out we had um paintings like little canvases where Mm -hmm. kids can paint um we had you know football frisbees um we had food music and um actually shout out to my company etna they also was a big sponsor for the event. Awesome. Um, so I was very grateful for that. So this, these are some of the reasons why I'm, you know, grateful for the company. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's nothing against the company. Right. It's just where do. I am. Mm-hmm. You know, the good company is just where I am. But um, they also, my manager came out um, oh. also and she helped with the day. She, nice. yeah. So it was a big event and it turned out really nice. And then, um, September 1st of 2018 of this year as well. Um, my sister passed away two years ago, September 1st of 2016, um, due to complications with sickle cell. So I had my first annual sickle cell walk on September 1st in honor of her life, what she'd been through, and just to shed more light on the disease itself, mm-hmm. just so that we can become more aware because it is a um you know african-american uh disease and i feel like it's not discussed there's not a lot of treatment options and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and you know it just needs more awareness so Mm -hmm. i did the sickle cell drive um well sickle cell walk Mm -hmm. um these things i'm planning on um having every year Mm -hmm. so we'll see how it grow but i think that um people are starting to gravitate to my brand because they're starting to they're seeing that it's not just something that okay boom uh i'm talking about it i'm all they're seeing you know results Mm -hmm. you know so i feel like as i'm doing these projects i'm gonna get more and more 
support from mm-hmm. outside people because they're able to see that it's really a movement right you know so it's about, it's about yeah supporting mm-hmm. the community helping one another being more aware of things that we need to be aware of yeah. um you know just uh, like i said there's a lot of companies out there that we have no clue but again i did um one of my first first ventures or first things that i did a um uh, shout out to a black owned hair store in my area in my community oh, yes. and um, the, the video went viral mm-hmm. and basically it went viral because a lot of people didn't even know that that hair store existed in this area mm-hmm. like no one knew like everybody was going out their way to go to different hair stores mm-hmm. um, supporting other cultures <laughs> you know but there's actually a black owned hair store in our um in our area so mm-hmm. the 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 video itself took off it was like 125k views and over 3000 people shared it and wow. why because they didn't know people don't know that these things are here yeah and we need to like the lady said she tried to do advertisement she put some signs out like hair store here you know whatever mm-hmm. but it you know it just people just didn't know you know i had no clue i've lived in this area for like i've lived in altamont for maybe i would say six seven years and i never knew she was located in that plaza and i think she's been there for about three years so yeah the brand is just you know to kind of like shed light on different companies and you know people that's trying to make it up out here mm-hmm. in these city streets yeah so yeah did that did that viral video help birth miss black wall street absolutely because um there was not a miss black wall street before that video mm-hmm. that video yeah it birthed miss black wall street it made me see that okay People want to know, like I'm, I've before Miss Black Wall Street because mm-hmm. I have the podcast. Yeah, I've been tapping into like okay, shout outs for Black owned business, but it mm-hmm. was nothing to do with Miss Black Wall Street. It was just something apart, like a segment apart right. of the podcast. Mm-hmm. But having that segment, I was starting to like um, network with different people. Right, you know, so I was starting to n- network. However. The actual name was actually. It's funny because I um actually James came up with the name. Oh well. Yeah, shout out to James. He actually came up with the name, or I think I said something, and then he was like, "Yo, Miss Black Wall Street would be dope," and I was like, "You know what? I like it." Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna front. I was afraid of the name. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Yo, that's a little tense." Miss Black Wall Street, you know, like mm-hmm. I just felt like mm, it might be too much, but I was like, nah, that's dope. You, you are you, much, you, so. <laughs> right, like, no. no, let's do this. But um, yeah, it it definitely did birth the name. Mm-hmm. Um, from that video, I went to a woman's um brunch, mm-hmm. and um, from there. When at the brunch we were all talking, and am I too close? No, oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm too close because I'm like hovering over it because I got the stool. The stool. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, but. Um, but at the event, what made me know that okay, boom, I it's something great. Mm-hmm. Um, we had shout outs to Dr. Lakeisha Ross. She she calls herself a brandologist. Mm. so she was one of the key speakers and she was her segment was at the end it was four women Mm -hmm. she was the last one that spoke and she was talking about branding like how to brand yourself marketing Mm -hmm. and you know so on and so forth so at the end of her segment she was like well does anybody have any questions so of course because i did the video and it went viral i wanted to kind of like i was confused now between like Mm. what what happens here like what do i do from here like this seemed great but what else can i do right so when i went to the event and she had that segment she asked a question or asked if we have questions and i and i brought it up i was like you know well 
I did a um, video for a black owned hair store. And when I said that, everybody in the room dropped their pens. Like every female wow. in that room was like, yo, that was you. And I was like, <laughs> I felt like a celebrity in these yes. streets. I was like, wait, hold on. Like, yes, they was like, yo. <laughs> I, everybody in the room saw the video. People was like, wow. yo, the wig I got on right now really? is from the store. Like, yo, people was really... Changing lives. Yes. And I was Girl. like, yo, I really felt the love and I really felt like, ding, this could be something great. Like, mm -hmm. this could be a service that people need. And I know that a lot of people have platforms where they talk about different business and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But... I think every area is, you know, different. Like, right. I think about you on your Instagram. And when I look at you on your Instagram, it's so many people you follow that I don't have no knowledge of. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Know nothing about what they do. Right. So, everybody has their audience. Right, so, right. people who might be out there promoting business, mm -hmm. that might not be the people that has my audience or right. I have their audience. So, I feel mm -hmm. like even though people have that platform, mm -hmm. you know... Maybe I need to bring that here right. to other people where they are able to see, okay, well, you know, I can now say I can turn to this page or turn mm -hmm. to this platform to see what's going on in the community. Right. But yeah, definitely that hair store video did birth Miss Black Wall Street. Wow. Um, you know, that event also that I went to um well, I'm trying to think of the name of the event. Um, Running in Heels. Um, that was the name of mm -hmm. her um, event. And those two, it's just so many things just happened in that time frame mm -hmm. that just contributed to where I am now. Yes. But definitely that hair store video was it. Wow. Nothing else blew up, blew up like that ever again. Right. Um, but... It's but still one. right. It's still and it kind of shows you like when I think of your story, when I think about that, I think about that movie called The Power of One. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Nah. You watch it. Monumental. And it bas basically it's like it tells the story of this boy and how his voice, how his actions, how his demonstrations, how mm -hmm. his his thought and frame mind changed the trajectory of um a country that mm -hmm, he was mm -hmm, living mm -hmm. in and the the atrocities that were happening to the black people in that country and we all have that power right. to make a difference and to make a change so the power of what one person did which right. was you mm -hmm. had changed the trajectory of that young entrepreneurial female that had this black business right. for hair where you know, the Koreans have completely monopolized mm -hmm, yes. on that industry. Um, and she's, you know, just here struggling, trying to get it together. But you have brought essentially our people her way. Right, which absolutely. Is a great, which is a great experience and a great thing. And yes. it also for you, in turn, birthed and, and sparked your own drive and yeah. passion. So, like... In that one action, in that one decision of you making that yeah. short little blurb film that went viral, that one split second of a decision changed your life drastically right. and changed so many other people's life drastically. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. Shouts out to you. <laughs> Tip my hat to you. You like <laughs> So moving right along, I know we talked about Miss W, Miss BWS. Excuse mm -hmm. me. Yeah, yes. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your podcast, The Traveling Pants of a Single Mom? Well, my podcast um is evolving. Mm -hmm. It's growing. It's changing. It yeah. First, um, I think when interview. we spoke about it, I'm not sure if I had my um, co-host yet. No, Shout out to ja um, Jason and Tasha. Um, I have brought them on. I know. Me. Okay. We love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a whole nother story for a whole nother yeah. day. <laughs> 
Anyway, but um, I have my two co-hosts, Jason and Tasha. Um, we've been holding it down. I think they've been on for about six months. Um, well, you know what? I think they started around the new year mm-hmm. yeah so um right now we are trying to kind of find our footing mm-hmm. but um after before the book bag drive i took off a month off of the podcast because i just needed to kind of get my mind right mm-hmm. as to where that what direction i want the podcast to go what we need to do um you know did I even want to continue with the podcast you know mm-hmm. and stuff like that um when you're out here putting material you know like Erica Badu say you know just keep in mind it's my craft I'm serious about my shit mm-hmm. so <laughs> sometimes it you know yeah it's hard when Keep you're mind, right, I'm an artist, yes, and I'm sensitive about. Yes, mind. yes. Oh, yeah. Since I said serious, but yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's just kind of like was. Do people even enjoy the podcast? Um, is it even growing? Is the audience growing? Is mm-hmm. it doing anything for the community? Like, what it, what it, what am I doing? Right. Um, so I needed a, a break to kind of think about. Did I still want to do the podcast or mm-hmm. not? Um, so I took some time off um, to kind of like reflect. But we are back on the map. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided that regardless of anything, I love doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I, it's going to be a year in October that I've had the Woo-hoo! podcast. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoy it. I enjoy um you know, just reaching people. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember who said this, but... It was me. It wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> but someone said if their work is only touching one person, mm-hmm. that they are okay with it. You know, so yeah, my job is done. Mm-hmm. If Even if you, you feel like you're not reaching the world, if one person mm-hmm. listens to your podcast or your watch your film or whatever we out here doing in these streets if one person is impacted by your work Mm -hmm. and you love it just keep going like Mm -hmm. that's all that matters right and um another thing that i thought about is when i'm gone when i'm dead and gone Mm -hmm. like I mean, YouTube been around for years. I know if technology and things are evolving, so I don't know how long YouTube is going to be in effect. But, you know, my podcast is on YouTube, it's on SoundCloud. Well, mm-hmm. not really SoundCloud, but I'm going to get it back up and popping on oh SoundCloud. And But, you know, this the, the people will be able to, you know, like stumble across it, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, what's this? They Google... Um, or put in YouTube, uh, I'm trying to think of a topic that I talked about, or uh, Kanye West, mm-hmm. you know, because we did talk about when Kanye West made his statement about slavery. Mm-hmm. So if somebody just 20 years from now hears the statement on the radio, like, yo, you remember 20 years ago when Kanye West said, um, you know, slavery was a choice, mm-hmm. and then somebody go on YouTube and put in Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is a is a chance for my my podcast to pop up right. with somebody that I'm gone, yeah. but my work is still here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where people can look and say, "I'm not Beyonce, I'm not Jay Z, or whatever the case may be," but something is gonna be left back. Yeah. You know, and I and even not even just talking about being gone, just being old. I've seen movies or clips online where people, you know, get old and then somebody brings up a memory like it was a dancer. I remember yeah, this lady I've seen that one. She and they dancing. Right. She and when she was younger mind. and it may I don't know why things like that make me emotional, but Your it right and it made me feel like, you know, when I'm right. old laying in the bed and I can you know, Talene can come in with the recording like, Ma, you remember this? You know, and I can really just know that I've done something. Mm-hmm. But anyway. You were here. I was here. Yeah, you know song. what I'm saying? I love that song. It's, it's sad, but it's, it's, it's a very part of li- Right. Like, 
So I definitely like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I just so with the podcast now again, like I said, I have my two co-hosts mm-hmm. and um I think we're gonna first we used to come to my house every week and we would record and talk about things that's going on in the society, things mm-hmm. that's going on in the community, um, you know, hot topics that people are talking about. Mm-hmm. But I think now we're wanting to change it up a little bit, maybe try to see if we can get out in the community and get to different business where we're mm-hmm. um, kind of going there and um, doing a live podcast at their, um, you know, at their business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if they want, so, you know, some episodes, they might want to be in it and talk about their journey. Yeah. Some might say it's okay to, for you to film there and get, you know, some of what I sell and what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't want to be in it, but we can use their, you know, their business or their facility to kind of like record and expose where they are and what they're selling. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're trying to, you know, kind of hone into what exactly we want to do with the podcast, Mm -hmm. but we're still here. Come on now. (laughs) And it's an evolution. It's an experience. Yeah. Even for myself with the podcast um, and you were talking about like, Ooh, do people even listen? And I, I mean, the reason why I started the podcast, the first, the very first intro episode that I did, if you guys want to go back and listen to that, it's very short. I think it's three minutes. It was like, you know, I feel like people need it, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. most importantly, I need it. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's all that matters at the end of the right. day. If it's, if it's something that's edifying for you, and this is an, a therapeutic, cathartic experience right. for us. As we are voicing our opinions, as we're telling our stories, as we're, in your case, you're communing with your co-host. Mm-hmm. It's a cathartic experience. So yeah. it's necessary yeah. for self. It is. I and mean, it is. that's all that matters. And if it affects other people along the way, mm-hmm. that's great. That's the cherry on top. Right. But for the meat and potatoes, for that sunday that hot sunday with the ice cream and the bananas and fudge and all that stuff that's you mm-hmm. that cherry is the world right you know, it's a right, very right, small right. part of what i feel god has put us on this earth for absolutely is to be ourselves wholeheartedly authentically and mm-hmm. completely in abundance and right. that's that's not having any inhibitions that's not having anything that's holding us back or trying to serve people more so than self first right i feel like it's all about us Mm -hmm. first that's what we call that's why i always um talk about self-care like i mm want to know what you know the women that i'm interviewing what are your self-care practices Mm -hmm. because this is things that we need to To know Mm -hmm. and we need to listen to and and possibly you know adopt some of somebody else's self-care practices and stuff like that but i think for the the podcast quite like myself i think for you too it's it's therapeutic mm-hmm. and that's what matters even yeah. if you have one listener it's so exactly it could be me the, the right. one, you know, like the one listener could just be yourself or your friend or right. whatever it's about you you right and that's and that's what at the end of the day mm-hmm. when i did take the break i was like well you know what at the end of the day you love what you you love it. Mm-hmm. You love what you do, and you love doing it with the people you're doing it yes. with. When we come together, me, Jason, and Tasha, like we we vibe, we have a good time, we mm-hmm. laugh, and sometimes that could be the only time in the week that we right. laughing like this, exactly. and you know whatever. Because when we get together, we kind of bring it out of each other. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Tasha, I didn't even know until I took the break how affected she was by not being like this was important to her yeah Yeah. like this podcast was so important she looked forward and I didn't even I didn't even understand how important it was sometimes you know because like you said we go through transitions and sometimes Mm -hmm. I felt like uh, each each one of us you know sometimes I feel like dang is Jason even really into it is Mm -hmm. Tasha really am I even really into it like I question each one of us sometimes Uh and when we spoke, Tasha and I, we spoke and she was just telling me like, girl, 
this is everything to me, you know, like I felt like, dang, you know, like I didn't even know how important the podcast was. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, it, we come together, the three of us, and we might just make each other laugh. And mm-hmm. again, this might be the only real laughs we have in the week. week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's like, yo, do it. Like, you enjoy it. Right. And, you know, like, just do what you do. And right. if people catch on, they catch on. If they don't, they don't. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you, you, you enjoy what you do. Right. Yeah. I love that. Well, you can catch me on her podcast one of these days. Um, I can't stand you. We were supposed to have an episode, but we're going to have it. Yes. Tosh, Jason, there'll be a time I'll be back. (laughs) Most likely next year and this will happen. So (laughs) just so you know. (laughs) Okay, so we are going to move to the next question, which is personal growth how do you feel or how do you know Mm -hmm. you know self that you've evolved personally Mm -hmm. through this whole year Mm -hmm. you know because last year was the last time we spoke yes um on the podcast so how have you grown i mean i have grown so much i mean i think just between birth and Miss Black Wall Street and my podcast, mm-hmm. I have been networking so much. Mm-hmm. So I've been meeting a lot of new people. I've been very business oriented. Um, like we talked about with passion and putting in. Mm-hmm. I've been putting in a lot of time in my business. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying learning and trying to figure out who I really am Mm -hmm. um that was something I struggled with for a while like not knowing who I am Mm. and um I've started yoga and yoga has helped a lot with just silencing that brain and kind of like focusing on me Mm. and what how I feel um I just I just matured so much. Mm-hmm. It's it's unexplainable. Like I just um have come into a place in my life where I just want to be great, mm-hmm. not for everybody else, but for me, right. for my kids. I want to want them to see and that okay, my mom is growing. She's doing so much more, mm-hmm. and. Girl, I just, I'm just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. A lot. It's just been so much that it's crazy. I've never thought in a million years that I would be doing any of the things that I'm doing, like, at all. A book yeah. bag drive, like a sickle cell walk, mm-hmm. uh, you know, shooting commercials and editing mm-hmm. and, you know, doing photography, even though I'm not great at it, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I prefer videography would be, you know, whatever. I've mm-hmm. done a short film that should be coming out soon. It's, in, it's editing. It's being edited. Um, mm-hmm. It was for, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, my brother's barbershop. The name of his barbershop is called um, Made Men. And, um, you know, I want to get, in, get into doing in... in uh, Harrison, New Jersey, girl. Harrison, you know, New Jersey. Yeah, I gotta it's look it orange, up. Right? It's I don't know. I gotta it's see. But um, I wanted to. I want to get into filming, like short films and stuff like that. Short documentaries. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, well, what better? My brother opened his uh, barbershop. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to find my brother's info. But my brother opened his own barbershop, and it was like. Um, what better way of tapping into that mm-hmm. by by doing it with somebody that you already know? I can, like, mm-hmm. whatever mistakes, whatever, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can learn. But his barbershop is located 49 Harrison Ave, West Orange, New Jersey. So, guys, if you live in the tri-state area, if you live in the area, check him out. His Instagram is I am made men. So, it's I-A-M-M. A D E M E N. So if you want to check him out, mm-hmm. um, you can definitely do that. But I did a short film, um, him just telling his journey. You know, he'd been through so much, mm-hmm. and 
been flat on his face, but here he is owning his own business, Mm -hmm. you know, and I wanted to kind of like understand his mind, like Mm -hmm. what he had to go through, where he started, how was life for him. So I did a short film that should be coming out. And girl, I just, girl, I, I just, I think, like I said, yoga and just stepping away from you know I was like a serial dater I guess you would Mm -hmm. say like I would feel like because I didn't know who I was you Mm -hmm. love it because (laughs) I didn't know who I was it was like being in a relationship defined me Mm -hmm. so if I wasn't in a relationship I didn't know who I was it was like oh I want to go to um great adventures and go on this great roller coaster but then i'll be like i'll be single thinking that and i'll be like okay when i get my next boyfriend Mm -hmm. then we'll go do it like no bitch Mm -hmm. you can do it now you don't have Mm -hmm. to wait for you to be in a relationship to go out and explore life so i've been traveling i've been oh i've also like learned to date myself i go out take go out on my own go on dates where i feel like i don't you know like i used to feel like in order to do things even if it's not with a guy it mm-hmm. had to be a female friend i wouldn't go out there and have experiences mm-hmm. on my own it was basically i have to either be dating and we do it as a couple or mm-hmm. i have friends and we do it you know a friendship level but mm-hmm. for me to step out and just be like oh i'm gonna do this never mm-hmm. but those are things that i tapped into like boom i can do that now i can feel like it's okay you know i do a lot of editing i'll go to like starbucks or go to you know red lobsters Mm -hmm. or whatever and just sit and just work on my craft and you know so i've got come into a place where i feel more comfortable with myself Mm -hmm. like doing things alone versus having to do stuff with other people all the time nice yeah i love that Mm -hmm. that's that's a lot of growth and we're going to get into the dating stuff a you little love bit a later dating. I do um, but because your journey with weight gain has been such an experience for you mm-hmm. I do want to talk about that because we may have listeners that have been going through the same thing or currently going through the same thing mm-hmm. I've, I mean I've been skinny myself too but it's never been something that I focused on in terms right. of like, I need to gain weight. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was younger, like, oh, I wish I had a butt, I wish I had boobs, you know. But, right. you know, in time, like I got thicker or, you know, slim thick is what they call yeah. it. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, the, the boobs didn't come, but, you know, like I like my it's boobs, crazy. I like my body, right. so it's fine. Mm-hmm. But I never really thought about you know what that would be like for the opposite you know you always think you always see advertised like bigger women and Mm -hmm. their struggles like of trying to lose weight trying Mm -hmm. to come down to where the skinny girls are at but seldomly do you hear about the struggles of a skinny girl trying Trying to gain gain. weight Mm -hmm. so explain how that journey has been for you through life and just water back there. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, girl, you already know that that was a journey. So I've always been underweight, mm-hmm. but I think the under being underweight was again I kept the weight of the world on my shoulders, and mm-hmm. I didn't oh, focus on me. Like I was always so focused on everything else in the world and mm-hmm. and then I took everything so personally and it was just was like when I'm going through financial struggles, it's mm-hmm. like everything and for me, I didn't eat right. Mm-hmm. I was comes I don't know if anyone else have this struggle, but I was consumed, like I was full off of my stress. Mm-hmm. You know how some people say when I get stressed I eat. Mm-hmm. For me, I was like so stressed and when I get so stressed Mm -hmm. it was like I was full off of that stress and it was like although I know I ain't eating 24 hours Mm -hmm. I'm still so I'm full like I'm not hungry um I would have to force myself like yo bitch you ain't eating 24 hours you and then I'll try to eat and I'm just just full Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying but in in real life I'm not right so because of that, um, I struggle f- 
for my uh, for years with being um, underweight. And I've you know, when you are a certain thing, some people don't accept it. Some people, everybody th- deal with it different. Mm-hmm. I've I've never fully accepted being skinny. I never looked in the mirror and was like, yes, I love mm-hmm. this skinny body. But I came off to people like people didn't even know that I was uncomfortable with being underweight because I didn't. I still, you know, went went through my life like, okay, I'm the shit. Even though internally I knew and felt like, yo, this isn't right. Like you're you're too you're too thin. I know. Thin is, you know, the thing or to be thin is mm-hmm. okay. But it was, I was underweight, you know, and that, that was the problem. But um, I went into that journey of like, okay, Tosh, you need to focus on your weight gain. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody told me about a vitamin, it's like a vitamin, it's called ephetamine, I think. Um, and I started taking the vitamin, it was like a appetite um, stimulator mm-hmm. and um, I started taking that to kind of help me help my appetite open because that was the issue. Mm-hmm. My appetite was like non-existent. I was like, I was, you know, just had no appetite, like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So I started on the journey with that. And then, um, you know, with taking it is not just, oh, I'm taking it. I'm a gain weight. It's mm-hmm. a vitamin, but you have to put the work in. Right. So um, with that, I started bringing my snacks to work i had like my breakfast mm-hmm. um my fruit cups um all kinds of snacks and i try to keep it healthy because mm-hmm. when i first started my journey i did it so unhealthy wow. like my stomach was ridiculous yes i mean it's still it's still not the child. truth but at that time when i started i would do like three like what i would do like two boiled eggs mm-hmm. and then i'll do like three cinnamon raisin breads mm-hmm. and a uh, banana this would be my breakfast mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and a um caramel frap like that would be my breakfast alone right. and um because what i was doing is counting my calories but i was counting my calories up versus right. everybody was doing down i'm mm-hmm. counting up so i was trying to get in like 2000 to 3000 calories a day so what I would do is eat like high calorie foods. Mm-hmm. But and when I first started my journey, I was like, again, not doing it the right way. So everything was kind of like settling in my stomach. I was going to the gym and I was working out. So in my journey, I started going to the gym. I had a trainer um, and stuff like that. But when I stopped with the trainer, but I continued going to the gym, you know, like I said, my stomach area. But anyway, mm-hmm. um that's hard. That's hard. Yeah, that stomach. I can't. Yeah, I struggle. But now mm-hmm. I try to keep the fruit, the the snacks kind of healthy, mm-hmm. um, and you know make sure that I'm not I'm stagnant now at a certain weight. I mean, I love it. And I still want ten more pounds. She loves. I do. A morbidly obese. I I like, want ten more. You love obese. How is that? One forty is not obese. How tall are you? I'm like five five. One forty. She's gonna be a morbidly obese. Do love it. Anyway, one forty. One forty is she's my like, last. You're one forty, and I'm like, but I'm like. You're not. You eight be, feet tall. You're like two inches taller than me. No, Come I'm on. five seven and a half. Okay. Yeah. Either way, okay. So I'm those few there. inches you went is to, yes, not that serious. Mean a lot if you pack on that weight, girl. Yeah, I think one. I think one forty is like one. Yeah, one forty is like my. Yeah. I, the reason why I feel like I want to be, and I've explained this before to mm-hmm. Allison, but she would never understand being under. You know, for real, you would never understand like being underweight was somewhere I did not want to be. Mm-hmm. Now, in this world, like, you never know what's going to happen. I'm not calling down anything on me right. or my life, but you never know what's going to happen. Like, right now where I am, I'm comfortable. You know, mm-hmm. I I feel good. You know, I feel like I look good. I feel sexy. Yeah. But I'm still, to me... Because you are. You love it. I'm still, <laughs> to me, like, yo, if, if I catch a stomach bug, because my weight, like how people say if they... If people that are thick... That say, yo, if I look at a cheeseburger, son, I gained five pounds. Uh. For me, and this is no exaggeration, I can go because during the weekend, 
I'm not as actively eating as I am during the week because I'm at work. I'm sitting at the desk. I have my snacks, Mm -hmm. you know, during the week and I'm on the go. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. So I'm not like eating constantly like I am at work Mm -hmm. during the weekend over the two days that I'm doing everything else. I can lose two to three pounds. Mm -hmm. That's just in a weekend. And that's like no exaggeration. Yeah. To me, I feel like if I get sick, get a stomach bug, something happened, I'm too close to being back to that uncomfortable weight. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if I get to like the 140, I get sick or something, it'll put me back where I am right now, which is still a weight that I'm comfortable with. So that's why I feel like um, if I didn't struggle with weight gain the way I did, I probably would be like, all right, boom. Or if I was overweight and I got to this weight, I probably Mm -hmm. would be like 140. Hell nah. But I know where I'm coming from and I don't want to go back. And I know that you know, anything, any slight thing happen, um, you know, any changes in your life, you know, we're all human. I'm working mm-hmm. on my mental state, but any type of depression, anything that can like revert right. you, you know, revert me back. I don't want to fall into the trap of being back where I was. Mm-hmm. So I prefer to be in a comfortable weight range that if anything happened between those two ranges, mm-hmm. I'm still comfortable with it. Right. But the rate range, the weight range that I am in, 10 pounds less than that mm-hmm. is going to put me back too close to where I was. So right. I prefer to be, you know, in like 140 the max. You know, right. anywhere between 135 and 140 and good right so that's the method to the madness well thank you for sharing that i think that's very powerful um that you you even set a goal for yourself and you've reached it and now you have a new goal and Mm -hmm. you want to reach that and you will reach it because you've been reaching goals left and right yeah i've been stagnant though at this weight but like i said i'm at a comfortable weight Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm happy where i am um, I don't feel like when I used to feel when I used to go out like my arms or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. like, you know, I just, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm stepping out and I feel good. Right. So, There's no insecurity. Right. There. You mm-hmm. feel really good about your look and you look beautiful. She looks Thank beautiful, you. guys. Yes. Yeah, so you'll see as I post some stuff up of the beautiful goddess. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You are all so awesome. Please remember to like, follow, and subscribe to this podcast. I have to say that it is extremely important that we get reviews and comments. It really helps us to get our content more refined and I find out what you guys like and what you would like to hear, as well as on a monetary level when ads are able to see that people are listening and what they have to say. It really helps us if we want to build our brand and take the podcast to the next level. So for all podcasts that you listen to, definitely make sure you like, subscribe, and review. I'm going to close this episode with one of my words. We discover our strength when we review our stories. Thank you.